Oh, dude. What? Should we get the sunglasses? Where are they at? They're in my backpack. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Am I going to be able to see anything? Probably not. Everything's yellow. So I feel like that's a Beatles song. Everything's, Everything's yellow. yellow. Is that a Beatles song? Everything's not green. Everything's yellow. No, it's this yellow submarine. That's the song I'm thinking of. Oh. Yeah, fuck. Beatles. Dude, everybody's everybody's hating on Patty the Batty's haircut. Like, literally think about, like, you know, 60 years ago, the Beatles, like, made all the girls hot with that same haircut. It's like times have changed. Like, nobody respects style anymore. The year is 2022. This episode is not sponsored by Wish.com. That's all I'm going to say right there. Full disclaimer. We're getting in here. We're going to throw down some casual news. Um, A lot of people have stopped watching CNN, also known as Constant Negative News, and delivered uh, they're expecting us to deliver the smoke the facts the real the real news the things you should be worried about which you should be worried about absolutely nothing if you're listening to this podcast everything in your world is probably pretty good if you don't realize that betterhelp.com or hit me (laughs) hit hit me up i know i know a slew of good therapists Yeah, yeah get your mind right Maybe listen to some more of our episodes. Maybe listen to some YouTube positivity. Put down the rap music. <laughs> let's let's go full send. Right off the bat, we got our first shipment of Wish.com purchases. Um, we gotta we gotta be real with the customers. Uh, these sunglasses are a a huge deal. Yeah, these are. This is. This is the smoky smoke that you're expecting. You know, everybody's complaining about driving at night. The new, the every, you never notice like the new style headlights, like the headlights I've got on my truck. You probably got them on your car too. Are just way brighter than everybody else's cheap headlights. And they're always like, shut your high beams off. And then you're like, you want to see high beams? (laughs) Check out these. It's like, it's like Cyclops from the X-Men. You turn your high beams on and everybody just gets eviscerated on the road. Yeah. Do you, does that ever happen to you? Yeah, it's not my fault though. Do you how when that happens to you, what's like what's the feeling that overcome? Like what do you what do you feel? Um take me through what like when somebody's driving down the road, they're like, yo, you, you have your high beams on and they Or they you. flash theirs at and me. They flash yours at you and you don't have your high beams on. You I just, just I just flash them back. And, and you're like, like look, you want you want level yeah. two? Yeah. Yeah. I for some reason that's great. Like I feel, I feel like boom <laughs> in your face, bitch. In, yo, in your face. You want to see what the headlights look like? But if you had a pair of these, you know, wh- whatever. I don't even know what. What do you think they're called on? On just take a game. I would say visor glasses. Visor glasses. They're the night night charm glasses. Fuck. Would you know that makes us night charmers? Night charmers. Yo, <laughs> night charmers. Right, so so many sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it felt like I was watching a Lucky Charms commercial. <laughs> Night charm. That's us, dog. Yeah, so if you find yourself getting charmed by this episode, <laughs> <laughs> hold it together, Gilmore. So you keep looking. He's like Gilmore keeps avoiding eye contact it's with so me. Dumb. He's looking over at me. How do you think I feel about you, dude? Every <laughs> no. time you look at me, you you look no. like you like you look like this like. 
you like you got your hair growing in and you've got like the flow. Yeah. You're looking good with your hair, but you got these like mix <laughs> glasses on. You kind of looks like a you kind of look you kind of looks like a you kind of look like a professional soccer player. Let's go. Who doesn't have any fashion sense? Let's go. And then just like you know, I make fourteen million dollars a game, so these are fresh. Yeah. I don't know why I made you sound like that as a Guatemalan <laughs> soccer player. <laughs> you sounded like you had a speech impediment. You know, if soccer player gets paid that much money, you would never talk like that. Yeah, dude. Like, get a speech <laughs> therapist. Yeah, yo, guys. Yeah, I'm just so out of touch. I just buy outrageous shit. You just show, yo, dude. You, you're. <laughs> I don't think the glasses are dumb. I just want to point out. I just think it's dumb that you started going on about the night charmers thing. I think it was funny. Night These glasses are fucking badass. You, you so we have to rate them. Yeah. Well, for, first off the bat, like these were three ninety nine a pair, one ninety nine delivery. Jeez. They were expected to arrive sometime between April first and October first. <laughs> so they showed up on April thirteenth. Yo, that's a win. That's, that's like a w. that's a star. Yeah. All right. Price. That's a star. That's a star. All right. Comfort. No, 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 no. They're lacking in the comfort department. The comfort department. If you had, sure. if you had like a, if you had a nose like, um, I don't know, like if you had a nose like a, what's a flat-faced animal like a baboon? Yeah, you get a baboon face, like yeah. long but a flat nose, like it was like your nose didn't start until like below your cheekbones. Yep, I got a banger of a nose. I'm breathing more air than everybody in this room right now. <laughs> so, I feel like they would sit flatter. On the face of like an ape, I agree. You know what I'm saying. So mm, they they might slip right off. They might slip right off. But like, the problem is like if they were to keep, they're not keeping anything. Like might like if you're looking right here, nothing down here is protected. You've got you're pretty good and like you think they look better on me, but I think you're being gentle. I think it's because I have them lower than you do. Mm. Just gotta put them a little lower. Yeah, but then they're like, all right. I mean, dude, let the eyebrows show. Some people don't got them. Yeah, dude. <laughs> You know who don't got them? <laughs> who? Jada. <laughs> yeah, so the Night Charmers delivered April 13th. Um, I have the opportunity to rate the glasses separately because they shipped separately. Everything else says it shipped, so we could expect it. Oh, between April 5th and April 25th. Wait, oh, you could shit. you could rate them separately. So, so you could each, rate the yes. white? So what do you think the white ones are? What do you want to give your mm. sunglasses, Gilmore? So for the price... Price is banging. Banging price. Banging price. Delivery they, time, banging. Banging, because we ex- they set the expectations low. Yeah. Set the expectations low, over-delivered. Yep. So we feel good about it. Yeah. I would say the cool, yellow- Cool factor. Cool factor. The yellow tint is nice. Yeah, because you're going to protect your eyes at night. Yeah, I feel like everything's nice. Everything's happy. You Everything know? in this room it's raining is today. exactly it's, the it's, same color. Yeah, it's gloomy, but with this yellow tint. Everything looks better. Yeah. Dude, I look, at, I look at Rambo right now. He actually looks golden. Exactly. Rambo looks like a French fry. I don't know why I said that. Um, he does look like a furry French fry. <laughs> so Next time you're eating French fries. If you're eating French fries right now while you're listening to this and you know, take another look at it. Take you might look be at fr- it. If they're furry, put it down. Yeah, think of Rambo. But these glasses, I'm giving mine, I don't know, a solid four. Yeah, I was going to say four. I think I knocked the one star off of... Probably comfortability and uh, uh, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for here? When you're able to use something, 
Does this title accurately describe the item you've received? Night charm glasses, men's sun polarized driving glasses. These are not polarized. These are not polarized. Why? I can tell you that. Night vision driving men yellow red sunglasses. Anti glare nighttime riding motorcycle lens. Special clear not. I'm just going to read it as it's written because there's actually no grammar. So many words. So anti glare nighttime riding motorcycle lenses. Special clear non reflective drive sunlight with AR coating. AR coating. Did you just put the flashlight? in Yeah, your I wanted eyeballs? to see if it was if it's any glare, and it's not. It's not the worst. Thing All right, ready. Mean, but it's High fashion astigmatism HD night driving photosensitive bike motorcycle lenses. <laughs> does that does that accurately describe it? Yeah. Yes or no? I think I think I could wear a motorcycle helmet over this. Uh, I'm just gonna say yes. Try and get them a sale. Yeah. Fuck it. Leave a comment. What do we got to say? I'm just gonna hit Surrey. These bad boys are fresh. Not that comfortable. Did it pick that up? Not that comfortable if you've got a big nose or the nose of an adult. Comma, if you have the nose of a baboon, these are for you. <laughs> strongly recommend. Yeah, strongly recommend for the price. I'm going to sure. copy and paste that into the next review. Yeah, dude. All right, so upload media. Fuck you. Dude, taking a selfie. Yo, you can take pictures and upload them. That's oh damn severe thunderstorm, bro. You better watch out. Dude, took a selfie, uploaded. I, I'm contributing to Wish.com because we're looking for a sponsorship straight yeah. up from Wish.com. Wish got all the money they could sponsor us. They literally have all the dollars. Next. Yeah, I think uh, I think these are legit. Other than the fact that if I ran with these, they'd fly right off my face. But honestly. The, like I'm not running these though. I'm riding in these You know what I'm talking about yeah, These are pretty hardcore These are riders So uh, If you haven't heard already Alpha Bravo Canines Having an event Extreme event It's an extreme Outdoor dog walk Crazy Right Walk fast Walk slow Bring your dog Bring your mom Bring your kids Bring your money Cause we're looking To raise charity For charity Raise charity I don't even think That's a Raise money for charity. Raise money for charity. Thank you. Stumbling through it. <laughs> Fuck my way out of that yeah, sentence, dude. It was like, hook, cross. Tag me in, dog. Dude, tap them in. Yeah, there you go. You got me out of there alive. April 23rd, 11 to 2. Um, We'll hit it at the end. Locations. We got D. Lorenzo's Pizza, other Damn. vendors. Damn. Looking to raise money for service dogs. Alpha Bravo Canine trains service dogs uh, for military veterans. That are suffering from things like traumatic brain injuries, explosions, rocking your brain and your skull. You might need a dog. Maybe you have PTSD. Maybe you know somebody that needs a dog. You can apply for one. But you, we need your dollars to support the whole cause. So, I don't know. Right? It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. So, to kick this podcast off, I I heard something the other day that... Kind of, kind of resonated with me, hmm. right? So I'm the type of person like when when you do something for the first time, do you expect to be good at it? Yeah, every time, <laughs> dude. Every, every time, time I do something, <laughs> I mathematically calculate like, well, I'm good at this, so because I'm good at that, I'm automatically going to be good at this situation. Which I'm always disappointed because every time you do something that's worth doing, you're going to be bad at it for the first, at least the first time, right? Yeah. So. I heard a quote that was, anything worth doing is worth doing badly. Mm -hmm. 
or poorly, if you want to be correct with your language, doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Right? And I was like, what? Anything worth doing is worth doing, you know, over the top. Uh, example, the podcast. Mm-hmm. We were like, we're going to do a podcast immediately over the top. Yeah, now we got Wish.com glasses. And now we've got no sponsorship dollars coming from Wish.com, but future sponsorship dollars from Wish.com. Yeah, Hit me yeah. up. It is Hit Gilmar up, actually. He runs the show. It is it. Hit the show up. It is up. Hit us up with the Wish.com sponsorship. That was beautiful. We deserve it. We deserve it. So, I mean, hopefully that quote hits you hard, hits you in the loins. What has, has anything like that happened to you very recently? What, that I'm terrible at? Yeah, when you're like, I should be good at this, and you try it, and you're just not what you expect. Yeah, I mean... Right now, I have more responsibility professionally than I probably have ever had in my entire life. Mm-hmm. We've, you know, we've got a very, we've got a growing company. Um, there's a lot of pressure not to fail. Got a lot of people to feed. Um, got a business partner care about. Got, you know, employees we care a lot about. So I think at, like every person we add to the team, um, it's always surprising to me that, you know, I continue to have energy to care about all these folks. And then every additional project we take on is usually, you know, more difficult or more detailed or more intense than the last project. Mm -hmm. So I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly having to improve my leadership um, abilities. So sometimes, you know, I think I'm doing good. Like yesterday was having a great day and then had like an impromptu meeting at the end of the day. And, you know, had a client be like, look, like, we need to change some of these things. And I'm like, I thought we had it. Yeah. I thought we hit it out of the park. But, you know, we got to take a step back, um, change some stuff around, capture some details before we can move forward. And I'm always, I always think, like, I mean, I have an intense amount of confidence because it's built up over the years from situations. It's like you kind of just need confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, as a kid, I was confident because that was just like how I defended my ego. Yeah, you know, I was just gonna, I'm, a, I'm gonna over deliver. I'm gonna blow it out of the water <laughs> every time, uh-huh. and then everybody will think I'm awesome, and then I'll think I'm awesome, and then I'll feel good about that. So it's always surprising. Um, I'm starting to realize that I'm always going to be surprised by something, mm-hmm. but sometimes I'm still surprised by things. So um, it is what it is. Yeah. I also think, um, I thought archery, I thought I was going to be able to, I thought I was going <laughs> to be like, I don't know, Robin Hood, just yeah. shooting flaming arrows at animals. Uh-huh. Um, the fact is archery is extremely difficult and it's um, taking a lot of time and practice to get to where I currently am and still have a lot of room to go mm-hmm. before I'm, you know, at the caliper of Cameron Haynes, mm-hmm. who's a professional hunter yeah an archer <laughs> and has been doing it his entire life and i've been doing it two years yeah so um i guess if you're gonna put your time aside to do something whether it's a hobby or anything like you're not gonna be good. the fact of the matter is like where you start and where you end up um is vastly different you're never gonna be good like if it's worth dedicating your time to mm-hmm. chances are you're gonna suck at it for a little bit so when I heard that, I was like, 
that was a slap in the face. Because yeah. I'm always like, anything worth doing is worth doing great, or anything worth doing is worth doing all the way. And that's how I live my life. But I'm always like, dude, I'll go to things and be like disappointed by something that should be a fun time because I'm like, I'm not that good at this. Yeah. You know? So. Dude, growing pains. It's growing pains. Yeah. I, I felt that way about when I first started playing chess because um, Anna was kind of got me into it. And she used to always beat me I and mean, made me not want to play. It would kind of, I would kind of be upset. I'm like, why the fuck am I not good at this? Like, I'm yeah. good at solving problems. So I'm good at puzzles. Why am I not good at this shit? Then, you know, after a while, I got better and then I started beating her and beating other people. So, oh shit, you beat her? Yeah, dude, you don't <laughs> beat yours. <laughs> okay. The way you said that, it could totally be clipped up. I was like beating her, beating other people. Because <laughs> I just couldn't win. Yeah, I just kept beating her. She kept taking my rook, so I just shanked <laughs> her. <laughs> I just stopped cooking dinner. <laughs> stop, I was like, stop you, can eat, you can feed yourself tonight. Started starving her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you you have won too many games in a row. Like, I've only made dinner for myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to starve you. So, you know, I'm going to beat you next time. You're not going to be as mentally strong because you won't have the nutri nutrients. Yeah. Water, water. That's what you've been thinking about. That's what I was thinking about, right? <laughs> no, but yeah, definitely growing pains is a, it's a thing. I mean, it, I deal with it every day when I try to learn new things with editing or you know, try to pick up on how to be better with marketing and whatnot. Um, you know, what people want to see, what will grab people's attentions. Sometimes I feel like I'm not good at it, but then, you know, I put something out and you guys are like, yo, that's just amazing. And I'm like, oh, fuck. All right. So, yeah. you know, I, I'm not as bad as I think I am <laughs> Yeah. or I'm not struggling as much as I think I am. But I will admit, like when we thought you were the bee's knees mm. and where you are now, now we're like, whoa. Yeah. But before we were like, you're amazing. Mm. And then you, we've, no, at least I have, I'm not going to speak for the whole company. Right. Because a bunch of those guys are like, y you could, you know, paint a, an elephant on a chalkboard and they'd be blown <laughs> away by it. <laughs> but like, paint, you don't paint chalk, but yeah, I mean, yeah. if you wanted to, you could. I get what you mean. <laughs> but um, I know a little bit about what you do enough to see like how you've progressed professionally to be like, wow, if like this is how much improvement you've made since you started with us a year ago, like what do we, what's next kind yeah. of situation? Like what are we going to be doing a year from now? I mean, if you pull up our YouTube channel, I think Audax Revival's YouTube channel, if you haven't subscribed to it yet, like you're too late almost because the entire world is subscribing to our YouTube channel. I think we're up to 1,280. Or 1.28 thousand subscribers, which is like almost 1,300 wow. subscribers. Yeah. When which we, is amazing because I remember a time where we were like struggling to get to 200. Yeah. And now we're at like 1,200. So it's like where – and we keep growing every day. It's like you, you – I log in or I'll, I'll just like refresh it to see where we're at. And it's just amazing. I've completely stopped looking at the comments because <laughs> not, nothing not good it. is going to come from that. Because yeah. then I'll be like, I suck. <laughs> nah, dude. Nah. Everybody hates me. Nah, you, it's crazy how many compliments I get on what we're doing from, you know, friends and people that have seen uh, the content we've put out. It's extremely validating. Yeah, it's extremely validating. I know this was kind of like my idea. I brought you in because I, was, I wasn't going to be at one, be able to do it. 
time wise. And then two, learning all those skills and everything was just going to take away from what I should be doing. Yeah. But I knew how important building the YouTube channel was going to be. Mm-hmm. And we're just getting started still. Yeah. So eventually we're going to look back and be like thousand. Yeah. Thousand week. <laughs> week. Like we've sure. got, we, one of our shorts has like over 200,000 views now. And that's just like this one you uploaded like two weeks ago has 91,000 views. Oh if, shit! I didn't notice that. And if you look, <laughs> if you look at like the one you looked a month ago is twenty nine thousand. This one is two hundred forty five thousand. Like that's insane to me. And if you look at how long people have watched it, they usually watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Two hundred forty five thousand people have watched me talk about wood. Yeah, <laughs> that's a very it makes me very feel very vulnerable. <laughs> it is a very vulnerable thing. That's why I'm hiding behind these glasses. Yeah, this is why we bought these. You can't you can't you can't touch me while I got these glasses on. You don't know what we look like ever. I'm deadly serious yeah yeah but uh <laughs> even even the podcast youtube channel's grown we're you know slowly but steadily yeah and that's not as important to me it it's important to me but the the construction business is very important to me yeah whereas the podcast like i know all of the 60 or whatever people that are subscribed are like those people follow the show those people watch the show every week and i get the feedback from them like out in the world yeah. Whereas, like, someday we might be getting the feedback through YouTube, and, mm-hmm. that, and that'll be even more wild to me. Yeah. That people are like watching us wear dumb sunglasses talking about casual news. Uh-huh. Right. So, I mean, I think we're doing good things. Yeah. I was, I was also watching um, Bert Kreischer was on, uh, I think, Andrew Schultz's podcast, and he was talking about when his machine story blew up. And how helpful it was to have a, a catalog of things that he did before that. Mm. So then people could always go back and watch that and then kind of find out who he is and his style of comedy. And I think that's important with us because once we do get that one huge video that explodes, I mean, that shorts was pretty big. It helped us yeah. it, it like amass a, a lot of subscribers. But I feel that when we get that one video that hits a million views or something, people can go back and look at all this shit we've already done. And that will kind of you know, help to our validation and to our credibility because people will see, oh shit, these guys are legit builders. They've, they've been talking about foundations and whatnot forever. So it's, it's helpful that we're doing this now. And I mean, I, I don't see a downside to it. If yeah. someone watches it an hour later, you know, it's, it's pretty fucking It's awesome. up there forever. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you want to learn about heated floors? It was uploaded two months ago and, you know, a bunch of people have probably gotten value from Brian walking them through mm-hmm. how he does that. So, yeah, one uh, percent better every day. Exactly. Someday I expect to be a hundred percent better every day, but <laughs> it's not possible. That just sets me out for failure and <laughs> yeah. a mental breakdown. No, yeah, I feel you. So, <laughs> so we hit we hit over a thousand YouTube subscribers. That's that's really freaking awesome. Um, another thing I've been noticing, I, I kind of have been selecting when I absorb the news or whatever. Yeah. But I have noticed people have kind of forgotten about Ukraine. Because China is locked down for Corona. I heard about that. So everybody's like, I mean, we won't get into the details of it because we don't know the details because we stay away from the negative news. But like, it was kind of surprising to me that for weeks, everybody was like, for for probably less than two weeks, everyone was hardcore on the Ukraine train. That sounded funny. (laughs) Ukraine train. Because it rhymes. Yeah, it kind of rhymes, right? Yeah. I mean, it does. It is what it is. It's what I do with these glasses on. Damn. But it was crazy to me. Like, it just puts into perspective how useless the mainstream media is. Mm-hmm. Is like that's the forefront of the news, and then all of a something, something a little bit more scary comes out, and that's what they predominantly are reporting about. 
even though like China locking down because they have the zero corona policy, like whatever. Yeah. But I was thinking more about it and I I've been trying to put like a positive spin on everything. And I'm super pumped for the Chinese lockdown. Mm-hmm. And here's why. We produce nothing in the United States. Yeah. And everybody's like, ah, oh, China, China, China. Like, maybe them, they literally have drones and, like, stuff flying around the cities right now telling them why they should stay locked in. That's and crazy. And all this, like, just crazy shit. And we need to simultaneously stop making so much stuff in China and bring it back to the United States. Yeah, man. And maybe when people start getting honest about, like, how China doesn't treat their people so well, people will shut the hell up about how bad it is in America. Because I've literally been getting up to here with people being like, it's so bad in America. It's so bad. And, yeah, our politicians are assholes. And, yeah, there's a labor shortage. And, yeah, we got inflation. But, like, we don't have robot drones flying around keeping people locked in and people putting their, like, refrigerators out on their balconies and, like, trying to show the world how empty their refrigerator is. Obviously, it's fucking empty. You had the strength by yourself to, like, carry it over (laughs) to the balcony. If you had food filled in your fridge, you probably wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. Um, which brings us to the labor shortage. And then like we have that whole act 42 or title 42, keeping all the immigrants in Mexico. Mm. And that's, that's set to expire. And everybody's up in arms. Like there's going to be 18,000, 18,000 people a day immigrating into the U S and everybody's like, this is bad. And I'm like, we're trying to run a construction company with minimal people. (laughs) Let them in. <laughs> Let the people in and say, Pennsylvania, go. Yeah, dude. Like, not California, not Texas. Like, we got jobs for you in Pennsylvania building. Mm-hmm. And we have, like, people in our country are, like, don't want to work or aren't able to work or, like, are retiring. Our largest population is the baby boomers, and they're all, like, old and retiring. So maybe we got to rethink this whole immigration thing. Let a few more people in so we can have a sustainable economy. Yeah. Because if we need truck drivers, I think like 4,900 truck drivers have left the industry last year. Maybe in the last two years. I don't remember the stat, but it was under 5,000. Like, that's an insane. Almost 5,000 people left a job that is critical to our country staying ready. Like, all of our packages and shipments for our company and everything are delayed or taking longer than they did two years ago. And everybody's like, what are we going to do? Let the people in, and maybe there's some of those people are truck drivers. Maybe they'll become truck drivers. The only way I see this situation getting any better is if we let labor in because nobody's doing these jobs as they are. Yeah. I mean, somewhere in the country, all the people move to, and they're doing the jobs there. I'd like to find out where where they don't need people working because from all the people I talk to across, like, the country that I know or on social media or other construction people I know on Instagram and stuff, like, everybody is desperate for help right now. And then we have all these people locked up at the border, like, not letting them in. It's like, what what are we doing here? Like, let's, or what are we protecting? Yeah. Because we're going to lose it all if nobody can work. Eventually, it's all just going to fall apart. So, I don't know. Yeah, man. This country, there's a lot of immigrants working in this country, man. Like this they, country was his immigrants. Yeah, it's immigrants, exactly. We got Statue of Liberty, goddammit. Yeah, man. Every like like almost everybody in this country very few people I know are like v- removed from being an immigrant. Like mm-hmm. people's at least people I know for the most part my age have like grandparents or great grandparents that were immigrants. Yeah. It's like everybody thinks like, oh no, I've been in the country three generations, so we don't need any more people. It's like you're lying to yourself. Crazy. Lying. 
Fucking liars. So, I mean, I'm trying to get you to immigrate from New Jersey. Yeah, I'm thinking about that. I don't know, dude. It's, I don't know. I, I like where I live. That's the only thing. But you were saying things about taxes and how, you know, New Jersey doesn't really do its best with that. So, <laughs> I was like, oh, dude, shit. Dude, these glasses, man. It's making us see things very clearly. <laughs> no longer roast tenant, dog. I'm just like, I put them up. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, don't let the immigrants in. Let them in. <laughs> don't let them in. Let them in. Like, all you got to do is throw the glasses on. You see through this bullshit. Bro. Whoa. Everything is so fucking blue. It's crazy. Yeah, dude. It's kind of when you close your eyes and the sun's hitting your eyes and then you open them and everything's blue. Oh, okay. Because you yeah. see red the whole time. Staring at the sun again. No, you I close your eyes. You, I thought we got you help for that. You close your eyes and the sun's hitting your face and then you see everything's red, then you open it and everything's blue. Yeah, dude. When we were kids, my dad always used to yell at my brother for staring at the sun. <laughs> I don't think he was. I think my dad just like could see him through the rear view looking out the window and he was little. So like his was looking up at the... <laughs> Stop staring at the sun! <laughs> My brother would be like, I'm not. <laughs> be like, oh, shit, dude. He's fine now. You got laser You're not surgery. supposed to stare at the sun? Who knew? Who knew? Right? Not people in the 60s, bro. You used to yeah, watch dude. eclipses. Yeah, no no protection. Yeah. Fuck at that. all, dude. They didn't even wear condoms back then. Not even condoms. Seriously. Yeah, bring the jobs back, bro. Bring manufacturing back. I definitely think we should bring manufacturing back to the United States. I always joke with John. I always have wild ideas about businesses and stuff we can get into. And, like, mm -hmm. you know, we do need to focus at one thing at the time. But yeah. it would be nice. Like, I do think it would be nice and a very big opportunity if we could find a manufacturing business to get into. Because we need to make stuff in America. So, like, I don't know if it'll ever happen. Maybe we just, like, invest in a company that makes stuff. Mm. But, like, we make almost nothing in this country. Yeah. And that... You know, that is going to have caught, like, there's going to be costs to that. Mm -hmm. um, we're already experiencing them. Like, mm -hmm. if China's locked down, all the people that make stuff are locked down, eventually the stuff is going to, like, there's going to be a lag to the stuff coming to the United States. Yeah. From what I understand from reading, you know, mm -hmm. they're... Um, a lot of people are locked down at their jobs because China's like, you got to keep working. <laughs> you can't go home Yeah There's, You can't work at home Damn people are locked down At their jobs Yeah What the fuck Keep working dude What are they doing for food Water Taking showers That's hiking? not my problem that's, Just keep working I don't give a shit If you eat China wild bro. Keep working dude Run that country into the ground That's crazy So but one of the benefits of this If China's locked down They're not using any gas mm. Gas prices might you know, like go down, go down a little bit. More supply, more supply, less demand. And Russia's like, oh shit, who do, who do we sell our glass to? <laughs> glass. He's like, yes, it's fine. It sounded kind of Nazi Germany there. That did sound kind of German. Oh, what do we do? We yeah, got our yeah. glass. Yeah. We we got to sell this gasolina. That's more German. Gasolina. I mean, Russian, not German. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's crazy. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, I, I I had no idea they were allowed to leave their jobs either. That's fucked I up. I mean, if your job is one that they don't want you to leave, you ain't going home. Yeah, you ain't, you ain't going home. They're, they're straight up taking parents away from their kids. Like, oh, you're COVID positive? Come with us. We'll take care of you. Oh, your kids? Huh. We'll figure it out for them. People are like, what? 
I thought it was great to live in China. Who's going to take care of my kids? And the government's like, oh, I got this. <laughs> so I thought is I thought COVID wasn't as severe as it was when it first came around. So what's like the big freak out? China has a zero COVID policy. Oh, yeah. They absolutely think that they can outpace a respiratory illness. It's like, oh, you're going to beat allergies? <laughs> that's like the same thing. Like that's yeah. what COVID is now. It's yeah, not it's obviously allergies are less severe than potentially getting COVID if you have comorbidities. Yeah. But like think about it. They're like, oh, we'll just we'll just lock everybody down until nobody has COVID. And then, you know, making sure nobody eats any more bats or anything like that will be okay. Well, that's not the way it's life like, works. In theory, it's a good idea. Sure, in theory. In theory. In theory. But it's like, what do you do? You know what China should do? They should put everybody in concentration camps. <laughs> Let's just cut to the chase. Jesus. We're talking genocide here. Let's just clean it up. Clean up the streets. Let's just kill them. If you got COVID, just kill them. Jesus. You can't spread it if you're dead, right? I guess so, you're right. I don't know that to be true. You could probably spread it up to like so many days later. After you're dead? What do you like? You let out that left, last little death breath like a couple hours after you just... <gasps> yeah. And then you like get the person sick and they're like, oh my God. They it's got like it. a zombie movie. It's oh, like somebody fuck. gets scraped by a zombie and they're like, did you get scraped? And you're like, no, I scraped my arm on the piece of glass back there. And they're like, you sure? <laughs> That's what it felt let like. Let me see your eyes. Yeah, when somebody coughed, you're like... You looked at them as if they had a zombie bite on them or something. Did you just cough? No, it was, I was choking. No, it's allergies. On what? What if What if China, to fight allergies, just got rid of all the plants? <laughs> That'd be so bad. For that's the, what we're doing right for now. For the environment, bro. That's, dude, oh, my God. That's what we're doing. Dude. China would fuck the whole world up. Yeah, dude. We don't need Claritin here in China. <laughs> we out. We out. No pollen. China actually had, like, the least amount of... Elderly accept the vaccine, mm. even though they can just make you take the vaccine in China. Yeah. Right. Their older population was like, they saw right through that bullshit. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, we, we've got no Corona in China, zero Corona policy. Everybody's doing pretty good. We had New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Everybody did. All right. I don't need that vaccine. We're good. There is no Corona. What do I get a vaccine if there's no Corona? It backfired on them. Mm-hmm. Bah, bah. Damn. Not good. Not good at all, bro. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, you just put the glasses back down. Yeah, there you go. Let's let's talk about, you gave me a book recently. Yeah. Uh, this is the 75 Hard Book. Okay. By Annie Frazilla. Yeah, how and are you doing? It's really good. I, I'm halfway through it. It's a very easy read. Very easy I read. I gave it to you on Saturday, so. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah I'm halfway through Thursday it. Thursday now. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been uh, reading that, um, and very interesting what he what he says you know his his story is very um compelling just because he talks about when he got stabbed in the face how he started a company with twelve thousand dollars with his friend and a lot of people don't know that man was stabbed in the face yeah. and they think that he's like this right wing crazy conservative republican type dude mm-hmm. and he literally was walking with his friend and an African-American lady friend of his and somebody said a racial slur and he challenged that dude be like, yo, what the fuck is your problem? And the dude stabbed him in the face mm-hmm. as he was walking away. As from he was the walking guy. away. He tried to slice his throat. Like tried to kill him. Yeah. Not just stab him. Sometimes people do that casual stabbing. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm going to give you a little bit of this. And you know. No, he, yeah. He tried to murder him. Yeah, dude. And and hearing how he dealt with that and the the story he had when he was in the supermarket and he bumped into someone and then the late, they kind of, you know, 
looked at each other's faces and the lady said, what the fuck happened to your face? And the fact that he felt relieved and just comforted from that conversation and kind of gained his confidence back. Yeah, I that remember. That was very cool to read. He, I, he was like going through some tough times because his, his face was swollen beyond belief because it was trying to heal itself, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he he like was horribly disfigured for a little bit until his face like healed all the way and probably got a little bit of extra surgery. Yeah. Um, and he was just like having a hard time looking people in the eye because everybody was staring at his face and it was just emotionally wrecking him. And then he bumped his cart into a lady who had was like, I think she was in a plane crash. Yeah, she and she was the only survivor in her whole family and was burned. Yeah, burned head crazy. to toe. And the first thing she said to him was, what the fuck happened to your face? Uh-huh. And he looked at her face and was like, wow, like, <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, I'll let you get. I'll let you say this. Mm-hmm. I'll let you go with this. And you know, they connected. And she had obviously probably been going through what she was going through for a long time. Yeah, and it built up her, you know, rebuilt her confidence. So mm-hmm. he's a uh, Andy Frizzell is a good dude. He's done a lot for the world. Yeah, man. It, it's it's very. Uh, That's why I got the gallon jug here. Yeah. So you're currently doing the seventy five hard. Yeah, I think I'm on day. Uh, let's see here. I'll pull up my thing. I'm on day eight or nine. Yeah, throwing in the song. Espanol. <laughs> I'm on day nine of the day, 75 hard. Day nine. It's been um, it's been interesting. There's been a couple of days where I had to like, like last night I had to do my 10 pages of reading. Yeah. You know, kind of late at night. It wasn't hard. I like reading. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, it's been good for me. The biggest benefit for me because I'm just like a little bit of a mental case is the getting outside and working out. Because it it forces me to make time to, like, go just, like, on the walk or, like, go exercise outside. Go spend the time just in the weather. And that, honestly, is the best part now. Yeah. Yeah. Especially now because the weather's nice. You pick, you pick the perfect time to do yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I might have to f- fucking exercise outside in the rain tonight. Yeah. But, like, my, my second day of 75 hard, I had to go exercise, like, after we did the podcast with Axe Philly boys oh, yeah. in the pouring rain. Yeah. And like I got home, I was like, I still gotta do my second workout. My wife's like, all right, like do we need dinner now or when you get back? I was like, let me just bang this out. And I looked at Rambo and Rambo was like rolling around on the ground, like, <laughs> I'm home, mom. <laughs> and I was like, Do you think he's gonna wanna like go with me? And she's like, the second you leave, he's gonna be crying. Mm. So I was like, All right, Ram, just mount up. <laughs> and we literally walked around my neighborhood in the pouring rain. I've got some hills in my neighborhood too, yeah. so um, I was soaked head to toe, probably the third lap around my neighborhood. Like each lap took 15 minutes and I'm coming into like my last lap and Rambo's like a drenched little rodent <laughs> and he's looking up at me like, yo, we really going to do this again? And I'm like, let's go. Pulled his, gave his leash a little tug and he was like, all right, bro, we're going to try trotting through the water. Yeah. I had to stay up for like an extra hour and a half with a blow dryer. Like me and my wife were just trying to dry it Rambo off. Cause like the towels weren't cutting it. Mm-hmm. He was that wet. Damn. So soggy doggy. Yeah, he's a towel just on on his own. You know. Yeah, dude, golden retrievers are great, and he's an excellent part of my life. But when he gets wet, man, it's like, geez, dude, like, what can we do for you? Too much going on. You know, I I might have to get the fancy Dyson hair dryer eventually, just to like, oh shit, like accelerate that drying. I don't know what to do. Holy shit. I don't know what to do. I'm probably going to buy a $500 blow dryer for my dog. <laughs> Take him to a car wash. I'll be like, hey, babe, got you a present. And she'll look at me and be like, 
This is for the dog. I'm like, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, my bad. Honestly, like if we had that blower for outside the car, outside the car wash, like somewhere in my house, like that'd be ama- amazing. That'd be crazy. I might build that. You could in my new house. Yeah, you could. I'm gonna build like a little PVC blower thing and like hook it up to you know those like blowers that like we have to dry off like basement floors if they flood or yeah. like things. I'm just gonna hook up like a bunch of PVC pipes for that and have them like <laughs> walk through the garage like that'd be sick. Just dude. like funnel the tube from like three inch down to two down to one and then make them pointy. Yeah, like literally a car wash and yeah. he'll just like maybe he'll, he'll probably just get he'll probably get jazzed about it and run in between it. Oh for sure. Make it a game. Give him some treats. Oh yeah. Be dry in no time. It's a great idea. Make him fluffy. <laughs> Yo. You ever blow dry your hair out and just have it just be like bushy as yeah. hell? Yeah, that's what it'll look like. Yeah, it's a good time. Might need to do it. Are you going to do the seventy-five hard? Um, I see you, the gallon gang over here. Yeah, I mean, I've I've been gallon ganging for a little bit, you know, but I I don't know. I gotta I still gotta get through the book. Um, I I think it's definitely a a good program for a reset, just to kind of you know get your shit back in back in order. I I kind of already do what the program has you doing just on my own already but, but does it can you do it for exactly, 75 days straight exactly that's i don't do a 75 days straight i do it maybe you know a couple of days on and off and you know so it's not consistent but yeah but that's like that's like a heroin addict being like i'm only gonna not do heroin six days a week exactly we we think like i thought like 75 hard was gonna be no problem and so far it really hasn't been that big of a problem mm-hmm. um but it's nice to do more positive things for myself and be like obligated. Like I feel obligated cause I've committed to doing it. Yeah. But like I'm holding myself accountable cause I've committed to doing it to do those things. And it makes me feel great. Hell yeah. That's what's up. I'm only in day. what I say? Nine. Mm-hmm. So like maybe next week it gets a little rocky and I'm like, damn, it's a real pain in the ass to do this every day. Mm-hmm. And some days it has been like, there's been things that I'm like, whatever it sucks but i'm not gonna lose because i'm you remember doing everything great the first time mm-hmm. um <laughs> so it's been um it's been a good reset for me because uh it's it's making me set aside that time that i should have been setting aside for myself yes yeah so yeah I'm, I'm not saying that i don't think i need it i'm just saying uh um i guess i'm just gonna i'm just trying to drag you down with me yeah no i mean i i don't i'm not against doing something good for myself i mean I mean, a lot of people are, but I don't. I don't think I'm opposed to bettering myself. So, I, chances are, I probably will do it. Mm. Um, you know, I'm. I'm kind of glad that I've been getting more into reading because I'm starting to realize that I actually do like it, and I don't find it boring. Because I would always say I don't like reading because I it would put me to sleep. Everybody hates reading because yeah. your whole childhood, you know kindergarten through 12th grade you're like forced to yeah. read dumb shit to kill a mockingbird sucks <laughs> yeah fuck that book huck finn sucks sucks yeah. you know what i'm saying mark twain like you're you're a decent author you use the n-word a little bit yeah so we're gonna cancel your ass because that's wrong <laughs> but like these authors like you can't argue that these stories are great yeah and it does paint a picture of what things were like or it does make you like learn culture and learn where we came from and different like whatever your book you're reading but like for like if you let kids read and then let them pick books and then slowly built that up over time the world would be way better off than like everybody telling kids they have to read Mm. the problem is kids don't do things for themselves you kind of need to tell your kids what to read so maybe exposing them to more like 
creative books. Like if kids were allowed to read Harry Potter in 10th grade, like maybe they would be like, oh, book, I like this type of book. Or maybe yeah. you want the kid to like read science. Like I like history and um, self-help books and, you know, science history books and, you know, a lot of science books. Mm-hmm. But like I never had time to read that stuff in high school because we were reading chapter two of, you know, this, of fake history, <laughs> Yeah, you know. So it's like half the shit we learned in history class in high school is bullshit. Mm-hmm. So for sure, it is what it is. Yeah, and I that, just want to say that I, I'm glad I'm starting to know that I like reading because then if I when I do start this challenge, that won't really be the hardest thing for me. Um, so you're gonna taper to the challenge. You're kind of like get uh, get the things under your belt. Yeah. So when you have to do it consistently for 75 days, you're already like, all right, all right this is already it. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of want to prepare myself for it. Um, that's just how I am. I like being prepared before I do anything. So you're not bad at it the first time. Yeah. <laughs> Which is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we fucking do this all the time. <laughs> See? But yeah, that's just the way I am. I like to prepare for something. Caught, so. you, caught you, bitch. Yeah, I mean, bro, I'm super I'm guilty I'm the same exact that. way, dude. After dude. I got it in the 75 heart, I was like, mm-hmm, you tapered into this. Yeah. Because a lot of the stuff I was doing already like five or six days a week and then taking like a casual day because mm-hmm. like I would just like, for whatever reason, I would just, instead of working out a second time or going for a walk or something like that, I was, you know, going to watch Formula One or going to do this. So Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, you know who has their act together is Elon Musk. Yo, this boy. He's making a lot of moves, right? So he, um, Rambo, you good? He's like doing some twitching thing here. Elon Musk bought 9.2% of Twitter last week. And then they offered him a board seat, which what he the then fuck? subsequently turned down, right? And everybody was like, why is he turning down on the board seat? We need Elon Musk to bring back free speech. And what people don't realize about board seats at companies is a couple of things. One, mm-hmm. when you're the bo- on the board, you have to behave a certain way. You're not allowed to do things, like say things or challenge things or have a public statement because your 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 opinion doesn't matter. Your por- your opinion has to align with the board's decision. Mm-hmm. But if you own almost ten percent of a company and you're not on the board, you can say whatever the hell you want. Yeah, right. And you still own that percentage of the company. And people don't realize that Elon Musk has enough money that he could casually buy Twitter. Oh, for sure. And, for sure. And like. Twitter offered him the board seat as a, I'm pretty sure, Andrew News, <laughs> if I were on the board, I would offer him a seat to kind of like cock block his purchase. Mm. Because when you're on a board of a company, usually the rules state that you can't own more than a certain percentage as a board member because then you have certain biases. You're not representing all of the shareholders. You're not doing things potentially that are good for everyone that owns a piece. You want to maximize your piece. Yeah. So as the board member, you kind of have to remain even keel. And Elon Musk, based upon his actions, is going to shake things up at Twitter one way or another. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. And Twitter stock's gone up like 8% since it's happened. Fuck, I don't I think, think I had it, any stock in Twitter. No, I wouldn't own any stock in Twitter because I fucking hate that company and the way they represent themselves and, like, the way they cancel people and kick people offline. Yeah. Whether it's, like, Donald Trump or anyone. Like, silencing people only makes them louder. 
Yeah. You want to give Donald Trump all the attention in the world? Kick him off the largest, you know, social media platform in the world. Mm-hmm. Not a good idea. Yeah, not a good idea. It's throwing gas on the fire, and people think they're doing the right thing, but you don't know. Damn. I, I only use Twitter for sports, <laughs> so yeah. I don't really see the whole... The sportives? Yeah, you know, I follow basketball and F1 and all that shit on there, so I don't really look into the news shit. When I ever see the news thing, I'm just like, oh, interesting. I just keep scrolling. Yeah, I you're better off. I'm learning that it's better off casual news. Get your news from the No Prisoners podcast because we're going <laughs> to give you the little summary you need and not light you up with all the negativity. Exactly. Because when you watch any of those news channels that are, like, on at the gym in the morning... It's all negativity. Mm-hmm. There's nothing good. Nothing good. And Probably, we don't yeah. even know if a lot of that stuff's true. Mm-hmm. Because when you find out later that, like, what they reported on, like, oh, wait, we made a mistake. They don't go back, like, oh, three weeks ago. They don't do, like, a breakdown and be like, oh, three weeks ago, we reported on this. We made a mistake. And it's all, it's not fact news anymore. Like, news is news to me is give me the facts. Leave your opinion out of it. Yeah. It's 100% opinion news now. Oh, for sure. And you know what? give a shit about your opinion Mm -hmm. like anderson cooper i don't care about your opinion that dude's like the heir to one of the largest fortunes of old family money in the country he's like a vanderbilt yeah he's got bread you want to talk about that train that railroad dollars you know what i'm saying like (laughs) he's rich as shit like like his last name might as well be rockefeller or like you have greta thornburg Mm -hmm. you knew who the rothschilds are Mm -hmm. rothschild banking like, they literally run the whole world in terms of finance. Yeah. She's related to those fucks. Look at that. So it's like, oh, of course, like, you want to fly around the world on your private jet and talk about how we're hurting the environment. Oh, we definitely should listen to you, Greta Thornburg. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> like, nobody stops. They just, like, they hear the information. They panic. They then tell other people about the panic. But nobody stops and says, like, okay, who's telling me about this? Yeah, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, right now, you should stop and be like, who the hell is telling me about this? Who is Andrew and Gilmar? Mm -hmm. They're just two lads with dope sunglasses on. That's who. Yeah, bro, stop gathering. Filtering out the bullshit with these death rays. Stop gathering sticks. Come see the tree, dog. (laughs) Yo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, wait, where that shit at? There you go. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it was in there. So, I don't know, man. I feel pretty good about it, even though, like, the rest of the world doesn't. Yeah. We're just going to stay on our lane, make dope YouTube videos, build cool houses, try and make as many people happy and laugh as possible, and then hopefully that equals up to something someday. Exactly. I mean, we're having a fun time. Yeah, let's do dope shit. Let's have fun. Yeah. That's all I'm here for. I just want to, you know, like that kid on, my, I, my friends, they smoke real cigarettes. I just want to do hood rat shit with my friends. Yeah, I just want to do hood rat shit with my friends, yo. It's like, dude, it's like, that's all you can do. Yeah, dude. Stay in your lane. Yep. Stop worrying about the shit like Ukraine. Exactly. It's a shitty situation. Very shitty. Facts. Facts. What can you do about it? Nothing. What, are you going to write your congressman who doesn't care about you? Go for it. Waste your time. (laughs) When you should be drinking a gallon of water and exercising two times a day and reading ten pages and... What's the other part? I don't know. Shit. Monitoring your diet. There you go. The diet. Eating yep. French fries every day. Eating that chicka filet. Chicka filet. Every day. <laughs> Fuck that. Chicka filet every day but Sunday. Fuck that. Oh. Yo. Fresh. Those fucking bars, dude. Dude, maybe we should make a Chick fil A free- freestyle commercial and see if they, you know, sponsor us. Maybe we should, but fuck Chick-fil-A. 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 Every day, but Sunday, come get your 
chicken today. Yeah, boy. Chick a fil A. Chick a fil A. As long as it's not Sunday. <laughs> but uh anyway. Yeah, can you pull up the Alpha Bravo K9 page and we'll close this mofo out? Yeah, dog. ABC. We've been trying to watch our language so YouTube doesn't flag us, but we're too deep in. I don't think we're we're too deep in this game. Been cursing since second grade. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, bro! <laughs> I think you got to scroll down a second, maybe a little bit more. Oh shit! They don't have it posted. I don't think they posted the walk. Why not? I don't know. This is this is why we're promoting it. Go for the stroll for service talk because it's the fifth bar over. Boom, boom. The fifth bar over. Actually, click on the link. Run, sign up. Pet. Go to Alpha Bravo K9. Currently in their bio is the link. Alpha Bravo K9 on Instagram. Uh, it's $20 to get in. 11 to 3. Um, all dogs must have collars and dog tag. Oh, whatever. We know these things. Let's go to, let's go to the details. Info. Yeah. Registration details. I don't know. It's 11 to 3. It's at the... Where in Yardley, PA, for directions. Damn it. Wait, it's going up. You know what? Right here, garden reflection. Everything worth doing is worth doing bad the first time, and this is the first time they're hosting this event, and we could be doing a better job promoting it and letting everybody know where it's at. So it's in the Garden of Reflection, at the Garden of Reflection in Yardley, it's 1950 Woodside Road, Yardley. It's about a 35-minute drive north of Philadelphia. On a Saturday, you could probably do that in 25 minutes if you do 85 miles an hour. Well, actually, the Sixers are playing on Saturday. They got a playoff game. So, Philly might be back. At 11 a.m. I don't know, but It'll probably be messy on your way home. Probably, yes. Okay, we don't care about you going home. <laughs> we care about you getting to the event, right? So it's 11 to 3, April 23rd. That's not this Saturday. It's next Saturday. It's probably the Saturday after you listen to this episode. We need you to come out. It's $20. Even if you can't make it, give us your goddamn money. I <laughs> swear to God, 20 if you're listening to this episode, you're probably doing pretty well in life and you can spare $20. And if there's, you know, something where you can, you know, remark where you got this information from, say no prisoners podcast demanded you spend the money to support this right and if you've got a dog or family bring your wife bring your kids bring your grandmas everything let's let's see you out there on the 23rd rain or shine we're trying to do good things in this world besides listening to negative news and drinking all the water right (laughs) if you haven't read your 10 pages that day it's fine i'm going to give you a pass on your 10 pages if you you know you're doing 75 hard this is one of your two workouts boom you know what I'm saying? If you do, if you work out for 45 minutes straight, boom, you're done. One workout done. And you get to potentially meet me and shake my hand, which doesn't really mean that much. <laughs> but if I've got these glasses on, it should mean it a lot. It should mean a lot. Yeah. Right. And maybe one of these other, maybe our face shields will come in by that day. Bro, that'd be and people sick. will be like, who are those ninja shields walking around? But we've got a stacked bunch of guests coming up, coming up, you know, in the lineup too. So keep tuning into the show. We've got people like we got Kevin O'Connor, solar panel expert coming on um, Cinco de Mayo. The week before that, we got we have we we got these people out here trapping. Next week, we got Mike Ross. Yo. Cousins with Rick Ross. Yo. He's kind of a trap legend. He's actually in construction. 
Uh, after that, we got uh, we got Kevin. Who do we got next week? We got Mike Subcheck coming in next week oh, from yeah, we training Mike. with Warriors, training for Warriors. Yeah. And then um, I think the week after Connor, Kevin O'Connor, we're uh, May 12th. I think we're going to line the ninja up. Yo, let's get the ninja. We got to message him back. Hit him up, get him in here, did him doing some ninja shit. Yeah, dude. You know what I'm saying? We'll sh- we'll f- toss him a grenade and he'll hit it with the ninja sword we yeah. got over here. We got a didgeridoo in the corner. Don't worry about it. We bought it. So thanks for listening. We slammed it out for you. Stop watching negative news. Listen to casual news. Learn about the good stuff like 75 Hard and Elon Musk and... You know, just having a good life, laughing it off with us with these death rays. If you want a pair of these, hit up wish.com. Make sure you tell them in the comments you should be sponsoring the No Prisoners podcast because we're about to light it up. Four out of five stars, charmers, we're out.